Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, what the heck is going on in the Dominican Republic? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, I honestly cannot remember a time that the Dominican Republic has been in headlines as much as it has been in recent days. Yeah. Yes, and you feel bad for everyone who has uh, fallen ill or passed away, sadly, in some cases. But beyond that, uh, we need to look at what's what's actually going on. Now, the reason we're talking about this story today is because a reality television star by the name of Melissa Rycroft is in headlines. Um, she is from The Bachelor and Dancing with the Stars. She took to Instagram to talk about getting sick after uh, going to the Nickelodeon hotels and resorts in Punta Cana. Uh So she alleges, or she claims anyway, that she's sick. Uh, In fact, I think what she said was, after a really rough week, I've been put on a liquid diet, given meds for my severe cramping. Fingers crossed, this goes away in three days. Doc says the next step is a parasite test if it doesn't. So she obviously had some sort of stomach issue after coming back from Punta Cana. That is in headlines because a lot of people, to your point, have also claimed to have gotten sick in Punta Cana. Some people have actually died. Yeah. And we've like, there's a lot of buzz around that. Like, what's going on? And the way that it's being described. Okay. So here's what I want to do first is just make the obvious statement. Anyone dying is a sad and tragic thing, period. Yes. Anyone getting sick is unfortunate. Yeah. That said, do you know, um, and I want to give you the statistic, on average, this is according to our own government, 2.7 million Americans visit the Dominican every year. Oh, that's a lot of people. 2.7 million. And we are talking about, I think... Seven people who have passed away and a number of people who've fallen ill. Now, the illnesses don't seem to be connected. The deaths don't seem to be connected. They may be under mysterious circumstances. And I think that's why you see a lot of these stories pop up. Anytime a direct cause is not known to a person's death. Now that the story has sort of caught on, people are like, ooh, another mysterious death right which leads you to believe that these are somehow connected and they might not be but they're really not they probably aren't they yeah for now anyway they don't appear to be at all and these are all happening in different places and again when you look at the fact that 2.7 million people in a given year are traveling to the dominican it's hard to believe that you know this is as warranted of news coverage as the media would have you believe. Well, yeah, it's almost like there's, yeah, like a couple stories came out and then every time the Dominican Republic was included in another local story, it went national because like suddenly it's trending, right? But the truth is, it reminds me of, and Bradley, I think that, you know, you've said this before on the air, um, that 
whenever there's a norovirus case on a cruise ship, everybody panics. Yeah. But you, th- you well, always and the media say, covers the media covers it, you know, disproportionately. Yeah. Those headlines and stories. Trust me, I've done enough reading. Uh, and we've actually, didn't we actually talk to somebody at some point? I think we did from I feel the like CDC. We did. Um, but I can tell you, I've listened to enough interviews and read enough online to know that this is one of those things, again, where um, all of the cases of norovirus that happen on land, you never hear about. Right. Like, literally, there are thousands of noro, if not hundreds of thousands, right? Like, mm-hmm. insane numbers of norovirus on land. That's usually where you get it. You are very likely to get norovirus on land more than you ever would on a cruise ship, right? Right. But because I think there's something about being in a confined space right. um, that scares people right. when you hear about it. And it's certainly a risk. Yep. And people do get norovirus on cruise ships, but they also get norovirus at amusement parks, right? hospitals, mm-hmm. malls, yep. homes. The office. So, I and I think that there's a little bit of that sort of sensationalism going on with the stories of the illness in the Dominican Republic, in the sense that it's like um, there's like a it's it's meant to sort of spark fear of travel or something. Well, and can we be honest? Yeah. Like, are you yeah, comfortable being honest? I, yeah, we should do that. I think there's like a a, mm, a xenophobic quality yeah. to this yeah because it reminds me of like when people go to mexico and you'll hear people say things like well and for good reason there are actually reasons you shouldn't drink the water in yeah. mexico yeah. right uh-huh. um but you hear stories like this like oh you got to be careful um the same is true of the dominican in fact they tell you not to drink the local tap water mm-hmm. because their water treatment facilities are not such that or they put us at at greater risk because our immune systems are not right accustomed like to, to their water yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't have the water filtration system that would allow us to to be safe medically drinking the water but i i just feel like there's a quality where it's like a it's a foreign place yep it's dangerous mm-hmm. Their bad things can happen under the dark of night, but nobody's saying that these murders are connected murders. See, look, yeah, you know, the, then these, we go to the murder place. <laughs> these deaths are connected, but I think that there's some of that going on that makes people kind of like, ooh, it's, it's like it's all getting put in that. the same bucket. Yeah, yeah, the the you know the tummy problems and then the murders are all in the same scary bucket, right? Yeah, again, and it's not to say that there's not actual risk, but you have risk whenever you travel. Um, but I would just tell you to read um, as much as you can, and uh, NBC and uh, National Public Radio and all sorts of places have gone and looked to see what's actually going on. And they, you know, the numbers are overwhelming, that you are more likely to walk out of your own house and get hit by a car than you are mm-hmm. to get some sort of bacterial infection or otherwise we always have to have something to be afraid of right holly did you you had mentioned that uh nt lawyer maybe had some perspective on some of the mysterious things going on in the dominican republic yeah you know i can't find one of the exact blind items but it was published maybe within the past month but here is one that came out on monday of this week so listen to this blind item and uh tell me what you think about this This foreign-born A-list mostly movie actress, who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee, has no idea whether her ex actually has poisoned people 
but is very familiar with his complaints towards the company he thinks is monopolizing the rum business. So this blind item alluding to a previous blind item saying that there is some permanent A-list actor celebrity out there Uh who has an interest in a company that manufactures alcohol and that they want to dominate the market in some way. And perhaps all of this stuff that's happening is linked to this celebrity wanting to control a certain market. Now, this is just on crazy days. And there are very weird because there's, it doesn't really go anywhere. Right. And it might just be sensational nonsense, but you're like, oh, okay, well, I ugh, gossip, right? I am not yeah. opposed to conspiracy theories. I yeah. just need, I need some, I need a storyline because it doesn't <laughs> seem to me like I don't. These people are all unconnected at this point. If you right. can start right. connecting those dots, well, then we can talk. We, do, does it point to who this uh, permanent A-lister is in the comments at all? Not really. Okay, you know, and you try because it's not George Clooney because nope. he sold tequila. his tequila and he's no longer a part of that business. He sold out. There are other celebrities who have interests in rum. Now, this blind item specifically says rum. Some people were like, oh, well, Kenny Chesney has a rum business. But who was he with? Who was a foreign-born A-list actor? Uh Uh, Other people pointing out uh, that Sammy Hagar has a line of rum, but he wasn't involved with a permanent A-list actor who's won an Oscar. So interesting. Well, well, more shall be revealed. More yes. shall be revealed. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, everything is going to plan. Uh, both with cake. Oh, and with Jordan Woods. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Everything is going according to plan when it comes to Irina Shake and uh, I almost said Chris Evans, Bradley Cooper, and also with Jordan Woods, just as we suspected. Yeah, I don't know if everything's going to plan with Cake. In fact, um, things are not going according to plan according to one tabloid, and I'm very confused. So here's the story. Bradley Cooper, Irina Shake, formerly known as Cake. At least on our show. Uh, yeah, at least on our show. Uh, this is the fake celebrity relationship that ended unceremoniously, and everybody's been talking about it. And there's been a rumor mill, right? Well, um, this one uh, website claims the following. Per the rumor mill, one recently split star couple, that would be Cake, could be giving love another go. There's possibly a clue, says she knows.com that Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake are back together after their breakup. The pair who share daughter Leah Desane Shake or Desen Shake called it quits only two weeks ago. So why is the internet abuzz with the possibility of reconciliation? <laughs> Excuse me? What is this all about? Okay, here's what I actually think is happening here. Um I think that this is just another storyline that keeps the story alive, right? Because the, whoever this publication is, she knows.com, does she? I don't feel like she does. They're trying to cash in on the fact that the, all the headlines are about Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake. Yep. So they're just trying to tease out any possible storyline that keeps it churning. And we do know that the two of them were apparently spotted 
uh, as one of them handed off the child to the other one, and they seemed to get along amicably. Well, based on, um, and so this is how the story all came about. So she knows.com, they say there's possibly a clue. Well, what is this clue, you ask? What is this clue? The clue is the story from Cosmo. Bradley Cooper was spotted at Arena Shake's apartment this morning, which leads them to believe that they're going to get back together. When in actuality, it very simply is, probably, that they were handing off their child. Yeah. So one person was dealing with the child and handed it off to the other person. Exactly. So that is where they seem to get this. And in fact, they say tongues began wagging on Tuesday morning when and they Cosmo, mean in their office. Yeah, right. A rather content looking Cooper was spotted outside of Shake's New York City apartment because everyone loves a good celebrity ship. Uh-huh. It's a relationship. It's only natural to not so secretly assume Cooper was visiting Shake because they've made amends. But what if we're really being honest with ourselves? But if we're really being honest with ourselves, we can probably all agree that there's a far likelier explanation. No. Their child. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is it. Sorry. Yeah. That. Yes. One, like, again, they share a child. Here's the thing. Like, because this really is all part of the plan, because you know that paparazzo weren't just camping out in front of Irina Shakes apartment building waiting for Bradley Cooper to possibly maybe show up at whatever time of the morning, right? This was something that got called in by their people. Like Bradley is going to show up at Irina's house. You know that like the whole meet and greet happened outside for a reason because people were there to look at it and then they can get, they can tell the story Then it stays in the headlines. So this is just another version of a dumb story that everybody else is telling. Yeah. But in this one, they want you to think they're getting back together. And well, and I think that's just a dumb reading of what's actually going on, but it's not, you know, beyond the realm of possibility to come up with cockamamie stories about these two people who were never together in the first place. That right? is the thing to remember here that um, these two were together for the sole purpose of, you know, Well, it helped both their careers, frankly. Well, speaking of people who uh, were trying to help careers, Jordan Woods and Kylie Jenner. Oh, okay. So this is just all this is totally going according to plan. And it's it's so funny to me that like like clockwork, we now see headlines such as Jordan Woods speaks out ahead of Tristan cheating scandal airing on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, Oh, look at that. So remember this weekend, it's going to be a you know, if if it weren't Pride weekend, I would probably be paying a lot more attention to uh, this uh, finale for the current season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians because allegedly that's where everything's going to go down. And so um, she, that is Jordan Woods, is, you know, trying to... I I don't know that I would call it damage control because I don't think there's damage. I think this is just a pre-planned, like, you know, here's my opportunity to come out and get you ready for what's about to go down. Um, she says that she's trying to stay active, trying to keep moving forward, be positive around about the people around her. Everyone has their truth and their story. So you just go with it. Basically saying, you know, um, I really actually have a question that we don't have the answer to. Yeah. I wonder, no, but like, I wonder like who's helping Jordan Woods, with her storyline, meaning 
who is it off camera or, you know, who's the PR person that's like prepping her for interviews or for her social media commentary? Is it Chris Jenner that's like, look, here's the story we're trying to put out there. Here's what we need you to say. Say it in this way. Or, you know, here's the character that you're playing in this story. Is there somebody doing this or is she being left to her own? That's I, what I get curious about. I honestly think it's probably as simple as, um, hey, before the next episode, make sure you, you know, come out and make a statement right. about blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but but my curiosity is about, like, who is it that's I doing that? Chris or... And how do they do, you know, is she just like, oh, yes, okay, thank you, yes. Yeah. Like, I have my marching orders. That's my job. I, I mean, I yeah. would assume Chris, because she's kind of the mastermind. Oh, or maybe so producers. So bizarre. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have regular people, dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots, and we'd love to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 Okay, let's go to Florida. Cool. First, we want to start our uh, CSI today in Pasco County at Newport Ritchie, Florida. And I want to tell you a tale about an elderly man and uh, his roommate. Okay. And, well, let's just put it this way. Okay. So, um, the suspect in this case told his roommate that he was going to take a shower. Okay. Okay. Which, that seems like a normal thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I like to tell people at my house when I'm going to be in the shower so that they know that I won't be bothered for the next few minutes. Yeah, leave me alone. I'm taking yeah, a shower. Yeah, I'll be in the shower. Don't yell for me. I won't answer. Well, Byron Christian Nudis, appropriate. Well, he's nudis in the About to get nudis in the shower, told his roommate that he was going to take a shower. Uh, the roommate said, no, don't do that. It's interesting, right? Yeah, why can't he take a shower? Well, I don't know. Apparently, the roommate felt like perhaps uh, Byron took too many showers. Is he paying the the water bill? Is he upset about that? The roommate told him, quote, don't do that. You take too many showers. Things, as you may imagine, because we are doing crazy, stupid idiots, escalated from there. And according to the report, Christian Nudis decided to take matters into his own hand. And by matters, I mean the victim. And by victim, I mean his roommate. Mm -hmm. He decided to put the victim in a headlock and scratch his face. Now, the interesting thing is his roommate in this particular case is actually the landlord. So he put his landlord in a headlock. That's a weird power struggle. Right? Also... Can you tell your renter you don't want him to take a shower because he takes too many showers? I mean, here's what I understand. If you're the one paying the water bill, you might have an opinion about that. Charge higher rent. That said, exactly. Yeah. That's your fault. Charge him a bath tax. Yeah. Make him pay for his showers. 
you can take another shower, but that's going to cost you. Also, um, Byron is 48 years old, and his landlord that he put in a headlock is over the age of 65. And therefore, Byron was charged with battery on a person over 65 and taken to jail. Okay, quick question. Mm -hmm. Are there stiffer penalties for battery of a person of a certain age, mm-hmm. interesting. For sure. Yeah, like old people usually. Yeah, I mean, presumably I just feel like children. sixty-five is like that's not. I mean, that's old. That's not old. See what I mean? Like that's a respectable age. That's not like a fragile age. Yeah. That's all. I was just curious. Thanks for sharing. Uh, if if you would like to take a look at this gentleman, oh maybe you'll understand why he needed to take a, a lot oh. of showers. Okay. He looks kind of dirty. Oh. Yeah, he, he's got a lot of hair, so maybe actually, he was trying he to do a VO5. Like he takes a yeah, maybe he was doing a VO5 treatment all over his body. Gosh, I used to love those VO5 treatments. VO5 hot oil. Treatment. Oh yeah, because you'd have to like put the little pouch in the warm water till it all warmed up, and then you just put it in your hair, and it just felt awesome. My cat used to like to eat it. Okay. What is it? Isn't it just oil? It's just like oil. Mm-hmm. What kind of oil? I don't know. Hot the kind that you heat up and put on your hair. Do they even sell VO5 anymore? Probably. Also, why did I use it? What was it supposed to do? It's supposed to just make your hair soft. Oh, I loved that junk. Is it VO5 or V05? That's a good question. It oh, looks it's VO5. Like, yeah, like the volume. Five? Alberto VO5. Yeah, you can buy they have shampoo and in shower hot oil hydro That's what repair I want. treatment. I want the hot oil treatment. That's the best. Oh, in oil, in shower hot oil, and then hot oil therapy. They have the old school and the new school. That's what I want. I want the little pouch that you put in a little cup of hot water for a certain amount of yeah, time. You then it. you pop that thing and you just drizzle it on your hair and it feels amazing. Thank you. Uh, I want to tell you about some a friend of ours in Nebraska. Okay. This crazy, stupid idiot friend. <sighs> On Saturday, he was headed to Arby's. He was walking to oh, Arby's. They got the meats. Well, so did he. What? Um, let's just put it this way. Bradley, you get excited about the potential of having Arby's, right? You get yeah, excited about the, the curly Jamocha fries. Shake. The Jamocha shake. Mm-hmm. You have your favorites, mm-hmm. right? Um, If you were walking there, would you ever get so excited Mm -hmm. that you would grab your own junk and polish the silverware? I mean, I might grab my junk. I wouldn't polish my silverware because that's not appropriate (laughs) in public. Well, that is what a 38-year-old man by the name of David Hefner was doing as he was walking to Arby's. Okay, so he was pleasuring himself as he walked to the Arby's? I don't have that equipment, but I do have a question. Is that like, I mean, that doesn't, that feels like a lot is happening. You're walking and polishing. If people can't chew gum and walk at the same time, how can they do that? We certainly had the meats. Exactly. I, at, he, he had the meat. Anyway. I mean, I don't see, well, I mean, it's not really a complicated gesture. I don't feel like it takes a lot no, of coordination. No, but I just, I don't know. I, I Also, I don't think asking someone who doesn't polish his silverware in public helps because I, I, I don't think that's like a male characteristic. The public polishing. Yeah, like I think that's, you might want to ask somebody who has a habit of 
I don't um, exposing their weenus well, in public. Well, anybody who has that habit is listening. Do even, not call. Even if you do it call. in the privacy of your own home as like a walking meditation. That's what, I, that's what I'm okay. trying to learn about. First of all, like do you go? Do you walk meditation. the labyrinth? And you know that was. I don't know. Do you? I mean, this is like. Again. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I just had a question. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he apparently uh, he got he got all the way to the Arby's before he was met with the people who then arrested him for public order? indecency. Like how? I don't, this is so weird. They, I think they were. I don't know. I don't know if he got. I don't know what he ordered. I don't know what he was so excited about. Yeah, it says they I located think it was him the potato cakes. Frankly, in, that's cute. I think it says he was located inside the Arby's. Yeah, he got all the way there. I mean, they found him in the Arby's. That's nasty. Yeah, that's nasty. That's nasty. That is nasty. All right. So what happened to him? He got arrested for okay. public indecency. Good. Put your pants on. And don't show, I mean, you can be excited for your Arby's experience. Keep it inside. Your pants. Yeah, literally. literally. Okay, so that was where? Lincoln, Nebraska. Nebraska. Well, we now, now we need to go a little further south to Oklahoma. And I need to tell you about a feud between homeowners that led to conflagration. Mm-hmm. And uh, telling us this story is one Chief Brandon Purcell of the Dell City Fire Department. I did say conflagration, didn't I? Yes. Which indicates uh, that perhaps there was a fire involved. Ooh. Okay. Well, let's just put it this way. Um, Apparently, one person's home started to go up in flames, and that concerned people. Well, yeah, that would be concerning. Well, after the fire, they uh, did some due diligence and found that, oh, look at this. The neighbor uh, of the house that caught on fire was actually filmed uh, throwing fire. Well, I should say not throwing fire, but it looks like she's throwing fire, lighting uh, the house on fire. So she literally on a security camera can be seen um, with a stick with a rag. Holly, you'll be happy. (laughs) A stick with a rag or towel wrapped around it. She puts lighter fluid on it lights it, and then sets the house on fire. Oh, my gosh. Now, again, I don't know why they were, you know, arguing, but I will tell you, uh, first of all, luckily nobody was hurt. Second of all, maybe, just maybe, you would check to see if your neighbor has a security camera before you start walking in front of said security camera and lighting a house on fire. Right? So... She did not do that. Uh, when they were able to see the footage, they saw that it was her. And um, by the way, th- those were her own security cameras. Oh, those that are caught her. her. Yeah. Oh, oops! Setting she's that on even fire. Dumber. Yeah, she's the dumbest one yeah. because. And this is funny because this is actually the second story I've read today. There yep. was another story about a guy who stole security cameras from somebody else's house. Mm-hmm. And then put and them then in his own house and live streamed him, himself. Yeah. So he caught himself. And I asked the question, why would you steal a security camera? I don't know. Bradley, are you asking a question of a crazy, that's like, stupid idiot? That's like saying you're going to call the police and complain about your drug deal that went bad. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We've told that story. Or the, the hooker that didn't put out. We told oh, that wait. story too. We've told that story too. Welcome to Crazy Stupid Idiots, where oh. anything is possible. 
Anyway, they Dreams caught her. Dreams can come true. Red-handed, mostly because her hands were on fire. Fire, exactly. Yeah. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to play a little game. That game is called The Throwback Live. We'll do that after this on My Talk 107. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.